Hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, Danny and Derek. We're Temecula residents. We're putting this podcast for all of you, all of you who are misinformed, uninformed, and you don't know what's going on in our school board, in our schools. This is the way we push back on the government and the mainstream media. Podcast is the new way to get information, and nobody is monetizing us. Nobody can control what I put out, what we say, what we don't say. And you're going to get the straight truth here. This podcast, it's called Point Blank Truth. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you listen, like it, share it. This is uh, grassroots starting from nothing. So there's no intro or nothing yet. This is it. But please check it out and share it if you like it. Yep. Enjoy. Damn. Yo, what's going on, guys? Um... I think I just want to open up by telling our listeners who I am. Uh, I I went to the my first board meeting was the one where our original superintendent was relieved of her duties. Um, you know, I got involved because uh, I saw Gavin Newsom kind of attacking our uh, board president and. Uh, I was a little concerned because I, I voted for him in November. He represents my children. I live in his trustee neighborhood. Um, so I decided to come out and uh, and, and get and, and get involved. Um, a little bit about me. I was a Marine for nine years. I'm originally from Connecticut. Um, I believe in the Constitution and standing on people's rights. I went overseas and I, I fought for that and... I believe that and uh, I will always stand on that and that's just who I am and now I'm a father I'm a husband I live in Temecula I'm a resident here I own a home here and uh, I just want to do my job I'm a civil engineer I just want to work spend time with my family and relax and be left alone and um, I don't think anybody should be imposing their political views or ideologues on anybody else and I think we should all be able to have the free will to live how we want and raise our children how we want and ultimately what I'm fighting for is parental rights I don't care where you stand in political views I think parental rights is something that all of us should and can get behind um, because when people start trying to take control of your children, then that's a serious problem for me. And I think it should be a serious problem for you as well. So yep. how about you, Derek? Yeah, Derek. Yeah, I've been uh, living in Temecula for the last about 22 years, originally from Northern California. But yeah, I got in, I got involved a couple of years back, actually, to be honest. It all kind of started with me with COVID and the mask and the vaccine. So I kind of feel like that was the first... Uh, little battle so I kind of met up with a lot of parents and there's a lot of moms and dads and uh, especially the mothers that were kind of getting like physically you know assaulted pretty much at some of this stuff and there's really no guys there to at least kind of hold the line and like I said I had been doing the research I was kind of you know involved what was going on with COVID and the mask and I, I always knew it was a bad idea to like mask up kids you know like my common you know common sense was like you can't have a two-year-old in a mask for three years straight and expect them to socially like thrive after that. When you yeah. can't see someone's face or mouth and hear them talk, 
like it was frustrating for me as an adult much less I can imagine if like a little kid had and so you know so I got involved with the parents you know started going to meetings and everything and you know people got a bad taste in their mouth with the school board because when we went there and tried to tell them our facts and the books that we read even like you know the RFK about the virus and we had parents talking respectfully speaking up and just giving the board facts and that was I think with the superintendent was Jody the one that got fired so the one that you first went to the first board yeah and they were just asking really they're all like why did you get fired why did you get fired and the truth was because every time we went to go speak for the last years straight years you know about like hey the effectiveness of masks uh you know your choice whether or not to take the covid uh, shot um she every time after we're done speaking she would go i just heard a lot of misinformation here these parents are just you know don't even listen to them pretty much so you know and she told us to vote remember they said okay we'll vote if you want to change the school you want to take your kid out and homeschool them then if you don't like it or vote you know yeah. vote in new people so that's what we did obviously yeah and they're still upset about it yeah but people forget that's why we'll go probably into this later but that's why jody did get fired for her choices during covid yeah and her lack of really just like her listening to the parents yeah like most parents that came were speaking out against it mm-hmm. so you know it could be 20 out of 30 parents speaking on it and then if you just be like brush them off like especially the misinformation terms they're just pretty much saying that we're like dumb or unintelligent yeah you right. know like we don't know we're like we don't know how to read a book and like make opinions on what's going <laughs> on you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so those have consequences yeah and even when you know even technically like california's an at-will state so they could have fired her for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't care when people got fired because they didn't take the shot. They, they yeah. didn't care at that time. That's true. And they were all about asking, you know, are you vaccinated? Uh, all that stuff. We may probably cut this out or no, something. No, too. I don't know it's about good. the word. Yeah. Um, but Oh, I'm not worried yeah, about okay. that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's so funny how they're, they're just... Uh, the left is such kind of hypocrites in that sense, right? Yeah. They didn't care about privacy when they're you know wanting to know your medical information. They didn't care about making you keep your kid home. They didn't care that you got fired. They didn't care about nothing, right? Right? And then, and then they still get mad. Like they're that's what I mean. They're unpleasable, right? Yeah. They told us to vote. We did it like the way you're supposed to, and they're still mad. Yeah. And now they're just gonna resort to like straight lies, straight propaganda, straight smearing. Which well, is what they're doing with yeah, all this. That's kind of what we're seeing. So what and what we want to do for you guys is there's a lot of uh, lies being spun about what's going on out here. And this podcast is for Temecula residents, specifically the middle class parents, the dads who maybe you watch the news and you think this is a losing battle. This isn't We're we're in it right now and we need you to come out. But I think that people need to be informed of what happened. So what we would like to do is kind of get in chronologically what happened. This is the truth. This is how it went down. This isn't KTLA telling you some nonsense and misrepresenting the facts. Um, Derek and I have been involved and we've been there. We go to the board meetings. We're plugged into the parents who have been in the fight much longer than me. Derek's been in the fight much longer than me. And I appreciate you, brother, because you're standing for my kids and that means a lot for me and um i came out of 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 the house and my little bubble because I, there's going to come a time where i think it's too late 
and um, I don't want that to happen to any of us. This is our community, and we have the voice. That's the way the Constitution works. Nobody outside gets more of a say than us, but we have to be informed and really know what's going on and, and show up. So let's get into it. First of all, November of 2022, um, the new board members got uh, elected, and it was a landslide election three new board members and it's we kind of covered already it was exactly Mm -hmm. what you said parents were going to the board meetings and they were getting shut down and laughed at and told that all their research and their opinions and and their desire to not get vaccinated is misinformation and evil and hurtful and blah 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 right and uh and and they were told you don't like it then vote and that's exactly what happened and now we're hearing a friggin' recall because they don't like that voices were heard, you know? And, and if you're a parent and you voted for one of these people that are getting recalled, I think it's very important that you come out and you get involved because your voice is being silenced. They're, they're, they're saying that they represent you and they're trying to change the decision that you made at the, at the polls. So... Again, I think it's very important that we come out, but we got to know the facts. Yeah, and it's all based off lies. They're trying to do the recall based off, okay, like, so, yeah, back in November. So when it, we, we got the three new board members like we were talking about based off COVID, the vaccine. So we voted. They all won by, like, 30%. Um, but for a lot of us, see, back then, years ago with COVID, like, CRT and this whole sexual orientation stuff wasn't really being pushed. Mm-hmm. Remember, it started off with George Floyd and the race stuff. It wasn't, we weren't seeing no drag queens going to story. They weren't talking yeah. about that, right? Yeah. And then people's eyes kind of got opened a little bit when people, the kids were on Zoom during school because of COVID. And they got to see the way their teachers were and, like, what was being taught. Was it meaningful? And then that's how that that drag queen stuff and everything got exposed uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah and then i think once it got exposed it just ran with it like no be proud for, yeah yeah we're, yeah we're doing it but now they kind of got exposed because you know like before co- honestly right before covid like i didn't know who the school board presidents were who the superintendent of your school was not really what the teachers were teaching your kids you just assume they're teaching math, English, history, social studies, and science. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. pretty basic. And kids don't come home and start talking, like, because the teachers that are, you know, pushing for this sexual orientation stuff and wanting to talk to your kid about sex and CRT, they're telling your kid to, like, keep it caught. Like, we talk about this. Yeah, it's a it's safe a space to talk. Yeah. It's a secret. Yeah. So kids weren't That's coming crazy. home, like, you know, That's hey, crazy. Dad, guess what? Yeah. You know, so. And like, I, I, I don't understand how people get frustrated that we say that's that's groomer activity and then they and then they freak out that's exactly what that is that's what people that's what pedophiles do they sexually molest kids and they say don't tell anybody right you know like that's crazy that's crazy and i don't teach my kid that it's i teach my children that it's not appropriate to keep secrets with any adult you know dude 100 percent. and you know that that's how they, they they're taking advantage of like you quote unquote say good people, right? Because they're trying to paint it as like, well, we care about the child's safety. If they come out as gay, their parents are going to beat them when they get home or whatever the case, yeah. which is they have no right to make that assumption because yeah. they don't know who the parent is. That's true. But it's... Yeah, they, they get mad when we say things like 
groomer and things like that but then they're essentially calling all parents abusive parents right you know and it's and either they're naive to the fact or complicit with if you're in if, if that's your message to be around kids to talk about sexual stuff you can't have your eyes closed to like po- the possibility of like a dude that's a a groomer molester that's the group he would infiltrate mm-hmm. to get close to kids. That's what they do. So, so let's <laughs> let's let, let's let's get to that, right? I, I, before we do that, I want to go chronologically because the next thing was in December of 2022. Um, uh, basically, there were specific things regarding CRT that were banned um, in the resolution that they passed, and uh, I read it. It's a five-page document. Um, if you want, um, reach out to me. I'll I'll post our podcast email. I can forward it to you if you're interested in looking at it. I didn't see anything wrong with it, and I wasn't in um, involved at mm-hmm. this point. But I went back and I watched that four-hour, thirty-minute session. And what it seems like to me is like the big argument was, well, we don't teach CRT. Well, then what's the problem? Yeah. What's the opposition if it's not being taught? Right. If we're going to make sure that the negative material isn't going to be taught to the children. And again, if you are interested in the resolution, you can find it. Reach out to me. I'll send it to you. It's just five pages. But the gist of it is very clear and concise, very specific. It says, like, you can't teach that a kid is an oppressor because he's white and another child is oppressed because he is a minority or black or Hispanic or whatever it is. It's like, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. And, and they're taking that information and they're betting on parents not being involved. And they're saying that we are hiding history. They're saying that, Oh, we're, we're not teaching about slavery. And it's, it's just ridiculous. There's nothing in there that denies children, the education about slavery or anything like that. It's just basically saying you cannot teach the content of CRT through the lens of currently in mm-hmm. our society, there's an oppressor class and an oppressed class. And I agree with that 100%. Right. But they'll come back. See, that's the, that's the thing with the other side. Their arguments are kind of like double speak, right? Like you said, like, well, how dare you ban CRT? And they'll go, but we're not teaching CRT. So like you said, you even, so you can't even have a conversation with these people, right? Because they're not on the same page of what's really going on. They right. can't even get their lies straight pretty much. Yeah, right. So how are we supposed to like have a conversation about, because I believe these problems are easily fixed. Yeah. If two people, like if all the parents in the city talked, yeah. we could figure it out. It's when you yeah. add the school board and the politics and news, yeah. like, all that type of stuff gets well, the, involved. The extremists seem to be the loudest in the room. Of course, know? but and they're such a small... They're the true minority. Yeah. You know is. what I mean? They're only... There's not many of them. It's it's like that saying you ever heard, like the 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 loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like people that don't have real skin in the game are like trying to force things onto my children and it's just our children, your children. It's... I don't know. Well, they manipulate everything too with CRT, right? Yeah. So they use all this, you know, language. Oh, the oppressed. Oppre- they make it really confusing and very vague. They leave everything vague, if you've noticed, with the words. But man, you could, because and then they go, yeah, where well, it's being, it's not even being taught in middle school or high school. It's a college course. But then, I swear, all you gotta do is ask these people really 
two question. You just got to dive into their argument twofold. And they, so, cause even for me, I'm like, all right, okay, maybe it's not being taught. So why is my side saying that it's being taught in high school? Like, what are yeah. we, and then, and then of course she lets it slip where it's kind of like, oh, well it is being taught in high school, but it's a course that you could take to get like a 4.2 to go to college. Yeah. You know, and, and for the record guys, Derek isn't making this up. Derek, he actually engages with the people who oppose our position. He, he tries to communicate with them and talk to them and, and just get to the root of the problem and maybe try to find common ground. And, and what he's explaining is a situation where he, he literally in the conversation, it was a, it was a, who was, it was a, it was a, uh, another teacher. It was she a was teacher. a teacher that was and on she, like And that. she basically outed the fact like, well, we do teach it. Right. Yeah. yeah. They can't help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause that's, cause when it's easy for a liar to just get past the lie with just one sentence. Yeah. But you, you find out someone's lying by asking probing questions. It's like a detective, mm-hmm. right? It's like common sense stuff. Yeah. If you know, you ask like a detective, you, if they just told you, I didn't kill that person, you don't stop there yeah. and go, I believe them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you try to come up with, cause you, these people claim that they're inclusive and they want to find answers and they're positive and, loving and all this stuff so then you try to find okay i don't agree with crt but if you want to teach it why not make an elective how about that tell the parents if the parents want to send their kid up for the class like it uh you know as an elective like where it's not required okay yeah. that's the parent's choice you know fine i'm yeah. not gonna make my kids sign up but don't you can't force it on every single kid yeah. but no any solution you give them it's never good enough yeah it doesn't seem like they don't want really a solution to compromise yeah and, th- and that's my biggest problem you know is because it's like God, like, <laughs> I don't understand why it's like your way or no way. I don't understand that idea or that concept. You know, like, all of this stuff is new. This is the first generation of kids who are kind of being f- almost force fed this material, and then they're acting like it's perfectly fine and normal. This is, this is the eccentric stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. this is the extreme stuff. So, we have to find some sort of compromise and if you're not willing to compromise then you're going to find a lot of parents are just going to swing hard the opposite way and i think that's what's happening and there's only so much we'll compromise on right so they messed up crt stuff somewhat compromised making elective but now with the sexualization of the locker rooms and girls could be boys and boys could go once they started messing with people's kids, which yeah. we knew they were going to do because they're like habitual line steppers. Yeah. These people are so arrogant and they yeah. think, and the government has their back. So they're like, they'll think it's, they can get away with anything. And it's, and it's frustrating because what happens is, is they draw the line in the sand and then they say, we need you on this side. And you're like, oh, no, no big deal. And then you do it. And then they do it again and they do it again. It's like they push their ideologues on you to a point where you say no no more mm-hmm. then they stay silent for a little months then they do it again and then like before you know it you're so far from where you started and you're thinking to yourself how did we even get here how how am i having a conversation with another adult and they think that this stuff is like perfectly fine it blows my mind well it, it's it psychological warfare me. they're doing it on purpose right just like if you want to say covid they never go all the way out and say, hey, we're going to shut down for two years and lock and you guys are going to all be fired. And like, they don't say the full plan, right? But they go, hey, just two weeks, Danny, two weeks. Yeah. And you go, okay, for the good of, because you don't know no better. Hey, just put a mask on for a little bit. 
you know, just do this. So they, they always, like, I think that Russian Bezmanov talked about how they do it. It's like little steps for that. If you push back on that one little thing about, like, wearing the mask. Because, you know, for me, I was like, I'm not wearing this mask. It's pointless. It even says on the box, it doesn't stop. Why would I wear it? But then people kind of convince you, like, what's the big deal, Derek? Just wear it out. Wear it. Yeah. Take it out. Like, who cares? Stop being a, you know, hassles. So then you fold on that. I think you've talked about it, about people's ethics mm-hmm. and their principles and how that once you kind of get out of that, it's like a slippery slope. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah they do it slowly. Because I ask myself the same question. They start off with this all start off with like pretty much George Floyd and the riots and that thing and, and then racism even though Black Lives Matter was there before remember like yeah. Ferguson with Obama yeah. so it's been yeah. around the race narrative yeah but I always think you said like how do we go from Black Lives Matter but you never hear anything about anymore which is funny to like drag like yeah. what you don't want a drag queen pedo a yeah. convicted child molester teaching your kid yeah you bigot yeah, <laughs> you know it's like crazy. you know it's, it's, it's like wild. how did it go like and but it goes step by step of like let them come out oh they're gay okay let them dress as a woman oh let them do this let them dye the hair pink let them wear the dress let them identify as a cat and before you know <laughs> it you're like whoa what happened well and that brings us to the next point right because you go from december with the crt resolution which was a big win for parents well if you're a parent and you stand against racism wholeheartedly then that's a big win for you you know it's a big win for us um but then in july of 2023 we had this uh issue with the k through five curriculum and um let me tell you something curriculum implementation is supposed to be total involvement including parents all right and the truth is that parents were not totally involved in this. The biggest thing that I've been pushing back on is the lack of parental communication and involvement. And they're literally actively trying to strip that from us right now, the schools, the state of California. But if you just pay attention, they've already been doing it subtly. And now that parents are waking up, you know, and I got like me, I'm getting on my school PTA, my kid's school. I'm getting involved in, in the curriculum design stuff and um, all the councils at the schools. Now that parents are doing this, now they're like, oh boy, maybe we have to kind of pass something and figure something out because they're misrepresenting this curriculum. Mm-hmm. All right. There's, there uh, apparently today, actually, Gavin Newsom just made another statement about the 1300 students that got the curriculum and he's saying 98.8% of parents approve or had a neutral position on that curriculum and and that dude that's a lie even in our board it was 400 surveys how is 400 surveys and the surveys included teachers so how is 400 surveys 98.8% of 1300 students and most students have two parents like do the math that's like less than 20 percent so yeah city that voted for new school board members and won by 30 percent so that same community he's gonna tell that and just laughable right yeah no survey has 98 percent of nobody there's never a 98 percent consensus on anything you could be like the sky's blue it won't be 98 percent they'll be like 95 you know what i mean but in the and the only way that I can think that he gets those numbers is if he's he's 
using those 400 surveys and 98.8% of those surveys were for it. And he's just leaving that number out. But that by no means, if only 400 people were surveyed, and that's, again, that's including teachers, then parents are not involved. And I was there at the board. Danny Gonzalez brought it up. You guys notified the parents at the bottom of an email regarding school yearbooks. And I'm a parent here in the district. You know what the schools did? They encouraged all parents to buy yearbooks ahead of time. So any subsequent email that came in regarding school yearbooks, you just disregarded because it didn't apply. It's like they're purposely stifling parental involvement. They're only involving the parents that are their friends, that would agree with their agenda, that want this stuff pushed on the kids. And that's just not fair. That's deception. And it's happening here. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's happening right here, right in front of us. Yeah. The, yep. As a parent in the city, you have to you have to question everything that you hear and then take a step back and even just think about it logically. Right. Right. Like even if you heard that stat, it's like the book, like how to lie with stats. So technically, like from what I heard, it was they sent out the curriculum and it was like a barcode or something. And then you scan on it. But it has you have to go through five links. The fifth link won't open, you know, so they make it extremely difficult. And I guess technically, uh, even if you didn't respond, I'm not saying that this is what they did, but they can manipulate things that if if it got sent to you, Danny, if you scan the barcode, but say you, said, you didn't say yes or no to the curriculum, you, then what are you? Neutral, according yeah. to them, right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden, because if you, so if you didn't even respond at all, technically you're neutral. So they could just, they could have sent it to 1,300 spam emails that never got a response and you have a 98% neutral response. And, so and, and again, and I just want to, my bad, I just want to touch on this because for the people listening, this isn't just some random thing that Derek's throwing out there. This is the scuttlebutt that's coming down the pipeline that people are talking about because Dr. Komorowski said that he's opening up an investigation to figure out to make sure that those 400 surveys are legit. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the scuttlebutt. I don't know what's going on with the investigation, but this is the information that is kind of being discussed amongst the concerned parents. And you have to question it, you know, like and if you're listening and you have a kid in the in elementary school, ask yourself if you knew about this curriculum. Did you know? Well, they, they put our kids through a pilot program for a whole year. Like, if you didn't know, then you're actively being silenced. And that's just not right. That's not how this country is supposed to work. And that's not how the school system is supposed to work. We're supposed to be involved. And we weren't. And the fact that they try to posture on 400 surveys proves our point that we weren't involved. So... What happened at the meeting? What happened at the meeting is the first one, it was a Tuesday, Dr. K and the board members decided we're not going to pass this curriculum because there wasn't enough parent engagement and they found some stuff in the fourth grade, in the fourth grade textbooks, they talk about this guy, Harvey Milk. I know you guys have heard about it and there's a lot of controversy about whether or not he was a pedophile and okay, here's the fact. He was in a relationship with a 16-year-old boy. And the people who are saying that that doesn't make him a pedophile are saying that because in New York, that was of legal age. That's what their position is. So Mm -hmm. however you look at that and see it, 
whatever. They were uh, Danny Gonzalez was also able to explain that he did more research and he connected it to Nambla, which is like a man boy love association. And it's just like, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Like, and again, they didn't ban it. They just said, we're going to hold off. We're going to go with the original curriculum until we can get to the bottom of this, have real engagement and come up with something. And then two days later, we had an emergency board meeting and Dr. Komorowski passed it. And I spoke to him and he he explained that we were actually in violation of the Brown Act. And being in violation of that does mean that the, the students wouldn't have an effective curriculum and um, whatever, nonetheless. But that weird part that was found, that part that is being disputed, was simply pushed off to the end of the year. So that way you can get involved. So again, they compromised, but the opposition is sitting here saying that they're being rigid and keeping education from kids. They're lying and they're misrepresenting. They keep talking about how they're talking to LGBTQ students in the classroom and they're worried about it. Dude, you're talking to a kid old enough to identify as LGBTQ. What do you mean they're worried about it? This is specifically for fourth graders. So again, they're, they're, they're lying. They're, they're not telling us the truth. And ask yourself where you stand on it, you know? And if you have a kid in elementary school, tell the teacher that you want to see the curriculum and review it yourself, especially if you're in fourth grade. Try to find it. Tell the teacher you want to see that specific Harvey Milk thing. Do your own research. They kept us out of the loop and the board members made a decision so that we can involve ourselves immediately. So don't let that go to waste. Yeah, you have to look into everything that these people say is going on. So yeah, look into everything and and just like just like I said, use common sense too. Like, is that their best person that they, they like? They're willing to like, you know, go to war for Harvey Milk, based on his history. Like they said, they go off the legal avenue that in New York it wasn't illegal. But you know, yeah, they're trying to. Sec- it's so funny. Everything that they, everything they want to talk about has to be first talked. It's all based off race and sex. You know what I mean? Nothing about math or English or everything at the first level for these people has to be about race or sexual identity. Yeah, and we keep saying like the teachers are not experts or psychologists or counselors. They should not be comfortable or talking to kids about sexual orientation, any type of gender dysphoria, because that's a medical condition. Just like you can't go around handing out medical advice without a degree. And the stakes are so high because if they let that kid leave... Uh, to go get that surgery or, or uh, um, you know, blockers or hormones. You know, it's like, once again, common sense. You don't have to be a doctor to know that if you haven't hit puberty yet and you start shooting yourself up with testosterone as a kid, that's going to obviously affect you. Would you let your, you know, 14-year-old take steroids because he wants to be a better football player? Would you let your 12-year-old take steroids because he tells you he wants to be a better football No. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, then, so, then, so then why are we giving it to girls that say they want to be a boy? Exactly. You know? And then trying to act like, and if they change your mind, their body will just flip back. Like, everybody knows once you start messing with your hormones and taking steroids or estrogen, like, duh. Yeah, yeah. It's they're, like, yeah, they're, long, they're saying it's As reversible. if in an adult you do it, yeah. what happens? Roid rage, acne, po- yeah. you have to do post. That's an adult. Can you yeah. imagine if you haven't hit puberty yet? 
and so it's just and and don't get uh, specifically me right like don't get my position wrong here look if my son or my if my children identified with any of the lgbtq community i would not look at them any differently all i'm saying is i deserve to be the prime discusser with my child about that no one else has more of a say on that than me no one else should be influencing that decision at all and however you feel about that again i just want to give you the facts this uh k through five curriculum um it's it got pushed out so that you as parents can go and get involved because you weren't involved and you know that so i hope you take advantage of that opportunity and we can make stuff happen so the next topic is uh right now where we're at and recently the teachers association have launched a lawsuit because of the crt resolution that was packed passed uh in december um and they're saying that teachers are being silenced and we're not we're 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 whitewashing history etc etc again please read the document um i think this lawsuit's ridiculous especially after i read the document i didn't know what it said and then i read it and i was like what i don't understand what the what the problem is here you know and um so their lawsuit is saying that they're being silenced and they're uh this is a it's a civil lawsuit because they feel like their amendment rights are being stripped from them um and i mean here's what i believe i mean i i've i've i got my skin in the game i've been at every board meeting I was the only one that spoke for our side at this board meeting where they talked about the representation. Here's my thing. They understand that the board is under great pressure and they knew that a lawsuit would cost millions and it would stress them out. It would it would it would financially strain us. Their hands would be tied. So and you can tell if you watch the the board meeting when they talked about it, all of them were like, oh, just please just drop the CRT resolution. It's that simple. And basically what happened is they made it a national thing because they went to LA and they made it this huge thing. And they said, Oh, this is a lawsuit. The first of its kind, this will set a president Mm -hmm. for the nation. And, uh, when you do that, you bring out the big boys, the national big boys. And what happened is there's a, uh, a national law firm, called the what's their name again oh faith and freedom coalition and they basically reached out to our board and said hey we'll represent you in this lawsuit pro bono all right now obviously nothing's free i read also he posted the the documentation Uh and and the wording is is kind of funny i'm not an attorney so when i read it i was like kind of says some things like there's ways that they can charge us in the back end and stuff like that but and you're referring to the, so everybody knows what's going on about at the Marietta School Board, about the parental rights. So at Chino, we won big on the parental rights. Right. Parental rights being that if a kid tells the teacher that they're feeling some sort of way or yeah. boy, girl, or want to transition, that teacher has to let the parent know. That's what we're fighting yeah. about, which yeah. is obviously like to us, 
again, like no, but the, I think this tell- is I think this is different than the parental because this lawsuit is referring specifically to that yeah, CRT it, resolution. It probably it probably is because you know what they yeah. do real quick is like so everybody's all the debates and stuff going on right now. What we're talking about is the parental rights thing, right? Yeah. But then the lawsuits on CRT, yeah. so that's how they get the thing passed. Well, definitely, and then when CRT becomes a thing, they'll pass the bill yeah. on tr- uh, parental well, rights. But the other thing is, the the other thing is, is like we haven't seen their pushback yet on parental rights because uh, Temecula hasn't discussed passing anything yet. Right. So I mean, when when that happens, we'll definitely. Well, so and the thing that's why I like to go to other school boards because you figure out what their position is going to be, and their position is money warfare, right? So now the thing on the parental rights that if they're they're saying it's going to cost us a lot of taxpayer money, and the Faith and Freedom Lawyer or Coalition, I think, that was representing our side for a quote-unquote free, you got to realize that these people still work. It's like attorneys and lawyers, yeah. so they're not yeah. really on our side. You know, right. they're, not, they're not standing but, up to But Newsom. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that, like, this is my position because someone asked me, like, why are you for the thing? Well, because, uh, like, I went through a custody battle for my son, and attorneys are friggin' expensive. So if... I had an attorney come to me and offer pro bono work, meaning that their hourly rate would not be applied. Yeah. It's still way cheaper and way more affordable for me. Right. And the thing is, is the opposing side showed their hand because they were so mad at the meeting. They were just saying, just drop the lawsuit. This is ridiculous. We shouldn't hire another law firm, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because you were looking to financially strain the board and a pro bono national attorney is going to rip your lawsuit apart and you're the one that's going to be spending money on your attorneys that you hired for the lawsuit. And then Allison basically looked at looked at Joseph Komorowski and was like, we haven't even been served yet. We haven't even been served. So right there, boom, that tells you that this is just, it's 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 just scare tactics. Yeah. They don't even plan on serving this lawsuit i believe because it'll get ripped apart i think and again my position on that is because i read the five pages if you if you read it i don't understand where uh anybody's first amendment rights are being violated or any civil law is being broken and i don't understand how teachers are, i don't get that i don't know well, that and at all. And that's what they do. That's what that's what their whole game plan is, right? Like they know that it won't hold up at the Supreme Court level, but they might be able to manipulate it and serve and cause a bunch of hate yeah. because they have money behind them. Right, they have new, right, like right, so they have exactly. all the money and time and yeah. lawyers in the world. Yeah. And then it, we're taking on the free fro, the, the free pro bono attorney, but then obviously it's like, do we trust them? So the fact that we wanted to hire a different legal representative representation and the left didn't want us to because they want us to have that pro bono pro bono attorney because they know that that person is on their side technically and and the other crazy thing was at the meeting the other thing that was discussed was uh, being able to better enforce people who are disruptive at the meeting and the teachers and and, and administrators that oppose us all the time they got up there to say that that's a violation of their First Amendment rights. Dude, what world do we live in where they think that they can be disruptive and then get mad when the president of the board looks to pass policy so that people cannot be disruptive? What world do we live in where you can hurl a legal assault at somebody 
and then question the manner in which the defendant chooses to respond. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. These people that are opposing us live in fantasy land, and I, I don't get it. And that's why I think this podcast is so important because I want the fathers, I want everyone listening that doesn't feel comfortable speaking up on these situations. I think most of the people in society in their gut know something's off and something's wrong, but they're not exactly sure what's going on because there's so much information and lies out there. You never get to hear, a, you never hear a debate about any of these things from anybody. So me and Danny have taken the time to actually like you know put the work in and kind of read what's going on have our uh, ear to the ground and we but we also have common sense rebuttals and logic so either you agree with our point of view on things and if you do don't be afraid to say what you think and you know if you're talking to friends or coming to the school board you don't have to be afraid these people they're not going to challenge you because they have nothing to stand on but also you don't even have to talk just show up. Yeah. Just just come to the school board. The next meeting is August 22nd. Just show up and see what's going on. Pay attention. Concerned parents go up there and try to use their public comment, their three minutes that they have, and then the teachers and administrators on the other side talk over them and yell at them. They laugh when people start using Bible verses to talk about how they raise their children and their morality they laugh and they're just super disrespectful i mean at the last meeting they were flipping off dr k saying all sorts of profanity at him just hurling it at him because they weren't happy with the way the decisions were going it's like these are the people that we leave our children with they act like children it makes me wonder if my children are teaching them or are they teaching my children just no. based off, just like once again, based off common sense, if an adult doesn't even have the emotional control not to be disruptive at a meeting, you know what I mean? They lack that impulse control. They can't be, they're not supposed to be teachers around kids. You can't have a lack of impulse control and get emotionally triggered Yeah. at a meeting of with your fellow yeah, peers. They, they show and zero, then you want the re- zero emotional intelligence, bro. And you know? they just they just don't have the control of flipping people off, threatening their kids. These are the teachers nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, people need to wake up to like times have changed. This isn't like me and your second grade teacher, Miss yeah. Sampson, that was the nice you Yeah, know, the nice lady. Nice lady that my parents is, could just trust her. Yes. Yeah. No, this is people need to start waking up to the reality of things is that yeah, California is pretty woke and they're hiring activists, liberal uh, LGBTQ plus, uh, they have no control teachers, young people too. And they're letting the wolves in with the sheep, because if you're a wolf and a pedophile, what group do you think you would join if you want to access to kids, our side or their side? Yeah. And, 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 and here's the other thing is I think it's important to understand that if you're a teacher and you're not doing this and you're listening to this podcast and you're getting frustrated, like Hey, dude, you are a public servant. All teachers are. You're no different than the police force. And you know what happens when one police officer shoots somebody in a bad light? All police officers get a bad rap. So just like society holds police officers accountable, we will hold the teachers accountable. You have no right to get mad at that. That's how our culture works. If you have a problem with that, then you need to find these extremists within your group Mm -hmm. and out them yourselves. Otherwise, you're complicit. You guys said it all through. Uh, they said it all yeah. through the whole. Silence the whole is anti- violence. Silence is violence, right? You're silent, then you're complicit. I know there are some good teachers, and we're not talking about you, but it's the 
loudest ones in the room that make you look bad. And that's what's going on. And really, our mission is to just get the truth out to the parents. This is for Temecula people. I, I want you to know the truth. I want you to get involved. I want you to come out. I want you to just pay attention to what's going on. Get linked in with other parents who have been in this battle for a long time. You know, and, and if, if, if you're listening to this and you're not from Temecula and you want to come out, I believe that you have every right to come out and speak your opinion. But please don't be negative. Don't be hateful because um, it gives our community a bad rap. At the end of the day, we need to find common ground. And the only ones who can do that, the only ones who can make the real decision are the parents. And we got to start getting involved. We'll have guests on the show as well. That's that's the plan. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to have guests on. You know, we'll have our topics we'll talk about each week. You know, sometimes we'll bring in probably maybe the bigger worldview of stuff. And we'll we'll kind of break it down from a macro level to a micro level to see what's going on. Because at the end of the day, with everything, you know, if they're trying to have all these drag queens and the CRT and stuff, it doesn't make it doesn't make rational sense. But if you know the bigger picture and the people behind it and where the money's coming, like the rest of the world, follow the money, right? Yeah. And then you find out who's funding it and what their what the macro goal is of our government, and then and what they believe, right? You got to understand, like a some your enemy's belief system is very important if you want to know their next move yeah. or why they're doing what they're doing. Um, but yeah, we, me and Dan, would love to have someone from the left on to like debate them and have a, a civil conversation. Yeah, but civil. Look, I'm not gonna look. W- when we disagree, we'll disagree respectfully. We don't even have to find common ground here. But let's face it, like they're not gonna come on. So, but but so. But if but if you but if you choose, understand. I do this podcast at my house. Don't come here acting up. Okay, my children are inside right now. My wife's inside. She's pregnant. Okay, I am looking to fix the problem. I'm looking to bridge the gap between parents and teachers. I am looking to fix it. So if you're going to come here and just try to yell at us and stuff like that, that's not acceptable. And and anybody who thinks that we're lying about everything that we talked about, I welcome you to come on and, and dispute what I've said. You're You're welcome to come on whenever you like. Yeah. Yeah, they would never come on. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I like I said, I really want to focus on the families and then the people that are kind of on our yeah. side. Like, you have a chance to come speak. We and we stand, want to we know. Stand with the parents. And we want to know your yeah. backstory and, like, your business and entrepreneurs. Like, it, it, we're always going to fight against this, right? We're never going to – but this is going to be a never-ended war. So, at the same time, I think sometimes we need to focus on uh, – say they say they win. Some, you might just have to let the school burn itself down in a sense. Maybe they'll pass on. Then we're gonna have a. We'll open up our own schools then and teach our own. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? In the but I, but I think but I think that it's easy for us to not get to that point as long as you come out today, come yeah. out and get involved. Because well, we're you already behind the eight you, ball. You don't yeah, have you don't have to speak. You don't have to say anything. Stand behind me, and I'll be your voice. Yep. Yeah. There's no more time. You gotta think. It's already been three right three years at least with covid but then who knows how long they've been pushing this agenda because yeah. we didn't see it until they were online on the computer so yeah. this has been going on a long time so parents yeah it's like come out just standing up and then you know they say like half the battle just showing up in life yeah just yeah, show yeah. up the the only the only thing required for evil to flourish is for good men to do nothing. Yep. 
Yep. Let's roll out on that, dog. Yep. Good. All right, guys. Good. Thanks All for right. tuning in. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace.